Hello and welcome to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. My name is Dave Deal. This is the podcast for the side cash hustler. If you want insights, real life experience from people just like you on how they started creating side income, you are in the right place. Documented experiences of people creating a few hundred dollars to extra tens of thousands of dollars a month. Make sure to subscribe and review. This means more than you know. Also, feel free to check us out at selfreliantwealth.com. Before we jump into the episode, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Self-Reliant Wealth Podcast. My name is Dave Deal. This is a blast from the past. I was so excited to see his name pop up on my calendar. And uh, this is a guy that I actually met when I was doing a lot more in the real estate space. I went to an event in Denver, Colorado, and we connected and, you know, long story short, this just goes to show the power of what a relationship can do over time. But we kept in touch here and there. Uh, he has since built out an amazing marketing agency, really focusing specifically on helping those in real estate, uh, along with the commercial side and multifamily. And he is a young dude, super avid outdoorsman. I think that's probably why we get along so well. But uh, without further ado, man, Chad, why don't you come out and uh, share a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, we met probably two, going on just about two years ago at the yep. Raise the Money Summit. And uh, yeah, man, you know, at the time I had, I was kind of, I mean, I still think I am still really fresh into the business, right? But I mean, that was like at, when I met you, I mean, that was by far the most pivotal moment of that like entrepreneurial world for me at the time, right? And, uh, you know, I like to think I have one of those every week, but by far and large, that was, that was a big one. Right. And, um, man, it's been, it's just been an awesome journey ever since getting into real estate and then figuring out, Hey, I can help a lot of other real estate people accomplish this as well with, with what it is I have to offer. So, um, yeah, now I'm, uh, you know, just still focused on building, building the real estate portfolio, getting into some self-storage unit deals, uh, I'm going to syndicate an apartment this quarter for sure and uh, just keep grinding it out. I love it, man. Let's let's go back a little bit too because I think you have such an awesome story. What was the transition point where you thought, okay, hey, I'm going to get into this marketing thing. I'm going to start doing some click funnels. And then, you know, the relationship you had with uh, Adam Adams and Raising Money, Money Summit, like that was a big launch, I think, for your career. But how did you get to that point? I mean, what did that look like that previous part of the journey? Yeah. So I'll throw myself under the bus a little bit here because like now we've seen such a, such a transition in the foreign exchange, you know, the Forex and the cryptocurrency um, service provi providers, right? Like it's, it's not very attractive anymore, like the industry itself, right? Yep. Uh, but before that, like when Bitcoin was probably at like 3000 bucks a coin, um, I partnered up with this guy. I was trading a lot of crypto, trading a lot of foreign exchange. And then we partnered up and he, at the time he already had like, you know, webinars and education and signals and, and stuff of that nature. And he probably had maybe like 15 subscribers into his program, which was only like, you know, 47 bucks a month. Right. Right. And there's a bunch of other companies that were doing it really, really well. And they had thousands upon thousands of subscribers. 
And I remember reading this book. I can't remember the name of it, but it talked a lot about um, following the greats, following success, right? And the premise of it is you don't really need to reinvent the wheel, right? Like you don't need to like go and reinvent everything. But so I started looking around and figuring out, well, okay, what are these companies doing really, really well? And since we were so new, I implemented, I was like, hey, we need to, we need to ramp it up. We're going to do, we're going to add this, we're going to add this, and we're going to add this. And here's the thing. We're going to give it away for free for two months. <laughs> I did, they called the drug dealer model, right? Yep. You give it away, yep. get them hooked. And so in that two months, I did this thing called a, um, a $500 trading account challenge. And so I took this trading account with 500 bucks and I traded it live every single night and let people watch what I did for free. And I turned and I traded it pretty aggressively, right? But, you know, I disclaimed that and whatnot. And I traded $500 into 5,000 bucks in like 60 days or something like that and documented the whole journey. And from there, that was like a really pivotal moment because we, we grew our subscriber base thousands upon thousands of people within two months. It was, it was real, the data was quite remarkable. And that's when I started to realize documenting your journey, creating a, a story brand um, and giving that free value up front to hook people in, not only to build that rapport, but also to prove that you're, you're a tr you know, can create results in their lives and their business, et cetera. Um, and then from there, it just, it really escalated. Once I saw and were able to prove the model to myself, that's when I became obsessed with studying it. I love it, man. And I think that goes along with a topic that I've thinking, been thinking a ton about is just the confidence as an entrepreneur, right? I think there's, we, we see things differently. We see things in a different lens and we see the impossible being possible. But then just like you said, once we prove it to ourselves, the belief grows, the confidence grows. And then it's like, okay, it's gangbusters time. Right. Let's just go. Dude, it's funny you mentioned that. And you know of Dan Henry, right? I'm not ringing a bell. He's he was pretty big in the click funnel space. Um, I can't remember the name of his podcast. I listen to one of his episodes almost every morning. But today I was listening to it and he made a comment and he said, Success loves bold, being bold. Mm. Success loves people who are bold and take and take that on. And I was like, man, that, that really resonates with me for sure. Because that was like kind of how I got started into real estate as well. Like I found some folks who were like just getting started in real estate syndications and to find deals, they were, we were cold calling brokers and to find investors, you were chasing around your, your family, your brother-in-law and, you know, anyone who would talk to you. Right? right. And so that's when I was like, I approached them like as a 23 year old kid, having never done any kind of real estate deal, I approached them and say, Hey, we need to, we need to do, Tran, a transition into attraction-based marketing, right? Attraction-based yep. marketing, right? And that was like a really bold thing being somebody who didn't even know what a cap rate was, right? right? Like, right. so yeah, success love, lo loves boldness. <laughs> but at the same time, right? You knew your craft, you had practiced it enough. So you knew what worked and what people want to see. Right. And so it was bold in the sense that you're coming into a new space, but you understood what you're good at and you understand how that could play into another industry. Right. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, one of the things that I, and I'm sure you've probably noticed this too, like once you start helping other businesses with their marketing and their systems, I hear the same story every single time we hired this marketing agency and put them on retainer and they did the bare minimum and uh, they were, they were reactive, not proactive. And we barely got any results and we fired them. And so there's like this phenomenon right now of, of one terrible marketing agency owners and two gun shy business owners who had a bad experience. Yep. Right. And so one thing that like I stand behind every single day is if I'm not seeing the results I'm looking for, I need to figure out why I need to pivot. I need to you know, split whatever I can do to pivot and make those results a reality needs to happen. Right. right. And so, you know, I just, for me, it's like meteorocracy is just unacceptable no matter what it is and what any, any avenue of life, but you know, that's, that's for another conversation. Right. <laughs> well, and I think that really does bring up such a good lesson and learning point here too. Right. I mean, you cannot be okay with that mediocrity you've got to be willing to pivot and change and adjust and learn if it comes down to it a new strategy to continue your business right because if you don't do those things then as a business you're just going to die because you're going to get trampled over somebody else is going to do it better they're going to figure something else and you'll become a dinosaur and then eventually go extinct <laughs> yeah 100%. but it'll happen right um okay so let's pivot here a little bit if somebody was getting started, you know, whether it be in real estate or marketing or just starting a business, what would be your just like golden nugget wisdom of advice to that person getting started? Yeah. Is your, is your, is your show clean language? No swearing? Um, you know, there's been a few little swears here and there, so I'm not going to hold it against you. I'll, I'll just have one. Be comfortable with eating shit. I think that was, that's fair. (laughs) Be comfortable with it and, and try and make it taste like caviar because when, I mean, the truth of the matter is like starting a business from nothing, especially when you have nothing. Like that was one thing that we didn't really talk about. Like when I got started um, after, after I left the whole currency stuff, that, that partnership left me broke, man. I had no money. And I was parking cars, valet downtown Denver to pay my freaking bills while I was trying to close my first real estate deal. Like I was broke, man. And so, sure, if you got a hundred grand in the bank, two hundred grand in the bank, and you're trying to start a business, you don't have to eat that bad of shit, right? But like, if you have nothing and you're trying to build a business from nothing, don't expect this this massive thing to come overnight in a week, in six months, in a year, like patience is such a virtue with it. Um, and it's something I, I deal with every single day is patience in the short or I'm sorry, patience in the long term, hunger in the short term, right? Yeah. You're still grinding like it's going to happen in a week, but it's not. And I think Elon Musk had this quote is something along the lines of um, set your six months goals and trying to accomplish them in six days. You're going to fail, but you're going to be a hell of a lot closer to accomplishing them than you were if you hadn't. Right. Yep. And so I struggle with that quite a bit, man, quite a bit when I was getting started because I wanted to have in my mind, in my head, I already was, I already had a successful real estate portfolio and successful syndications. But in the reality, I was, you know, several, several, several steps below even getting one deal done. 
right? And so it was a constant A-B battle. But yeah, I would just say be prepared to, to miss out on going out to the bar with your buddies, plan on missing out on, on movie and date night with the lady because you got something you got to get done. And if you surround yourself with people who don't understand your mission, it's going to be very, very challenging to accomplish it, especially from a ground zero. Yep. No, totally agree. You've got to put in the time to see the result that you want. I think you brought something else up that I, I want to touch on. You saw it in your head before it became a reality. How, I mean, what does that look like? Do you, are you a guy that writes stuff out vision board, or is it more of just, I see it in my head. I know what I, where I want to go, what I want to accomplish. And then you just go do it. Um, I do a, a kind of a mixture of both. So, um, I grew up in a, in a fairly middle-class family and I got my first job at 15 years old working at a country club, uh, bussing tables, picking up people's dirty dishes. Right. And I worked there for four and a half years and started working my way up as much as you can in that kind of industry and, um, became one of the lead bartenders in the meds grill, super, super high net worth, uh, you know, environment. And everyone there knew I love cars, right? So every other day, someone just got their RS7 allocation. Go, go test it out, Chad. I just got this new Z7, ZL1 uh, Camaro. Go test it out. And I'm doing burnouts in a brand new car that has 50 miles on it because they want, they want to see me do that, right? <laughs> and so there it was like, damn, this is real money. Like these guys can do whatever they want, whenever they want. It doesn't matter. Right. And so really, really quickly, I my why was not only, you know, having time freedom, but also having at least some level of financial freedom where I can have my motorcycles, my snowmobiles, my cars, my trucks, all that stuff. Right. And so now at this point in my life, I'm not like, you know, big baller status, but I have some nice things that I really enjoy getting to go use. Right. So when I go and look in my garage, I have a snowmobile, I have uh, three dirt bikes, two street bikes, a mountain bike, a car, a truck, like all these things that three years ago, I could barely keep one car on the road. Yeah. Right. And so every single morning, I'll go out in my garage and I'll just look over the, the things that I enjoy, these hobbies and that I've, I've accumulated. And I'll just take 30 seconds and, and think back to when I was driving a beat up car that I could barely put gas in. And I'll think, man, I'm so grateful for, for what I do have right now, right? No, I don't have no Lamborghini and Ferrari and Maserati, right? But I have the toys that I always wanted as a kid, the things I always dreamed of. And so I'll take 30 seconds of gratitude to start my day. And that's it, man. I love it, dude. I love it. That is such a a great thing to recognize too, because, you know, unless you're paying gratitude and the respect to the journey, you're going to miss out and you're always going to be chasing. You're always going to be missing the whole point of why we do what we do. Right. And you've got to, you've got to recognize that you got to celebrate the wins because that's what keeps us moving forward. That's what keeps us going. Well, we're coming close on time here. So the last question is one that I ask every person um, on this podcast. It's one of my favorites, but essentially the question is, if you were given one day to live, what would be the legacy, the wisdom that you'd leave behind with friends, family, clients? What would that be? 
if if I had one day to live? Tomorrow's the last day you're living. Oh, geez. I would say never forget where you came from. That would that would be my last words, really. Never forget where you came from. I mean, it's so easy to do, right? Like, I, and maybe maybe it's biased because, I mean, the the fact of the matter is, not everybody really knows what it feels like to be in a place in your life where you're striving for something so much greater, and yet you're at a place where you don't know how you're going to pay your rent next month, right? Not a lot of people have felt that pain. Not a lot of people know that, but those who have. And those who persevered past that will, I think will resonate with that a lot. I totally agree, man. I totally agree. And I, I mean, I think every, everybody can learn something from that because those are the moments that created you, right? It's the process. It's the journey. That's what develops us, creates us into who we are. And we can't forget those roots of where we came from. Otherwise, what, what really is the point? Right. Yeah. You'll forget, you'll forget why you got started in the first place. You know. True story, man. True story. Well, this has been an amazing episode uh, with Chad Whitfelt. Uh, Chad, if people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to do that? Add me on Facebook. Okay. Definitely, definitely where I'm most active. Um, and, uh, you know, when I get asked that a lot on podcasts and I like to keep it, keep it casual, man. I like making friends before anything else. If we're not friends. We can't do business together. <laughs> Amen, man. You got to build that relationship and, and prove the value both ways. So I'll make sure to drop the link to your Facebook page in the show notes. Um, and again, Chad, thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview with us. Uh, hope you have an awesome day and everybody out there, make sure to infuse hope to those in need by teaching correct principles that lead to result-driven action. Take care and have a great day. Are you tired of using 10 different platforms to manage your CRM, your Google My Business reviews, text campaigns, email campaigns, calendar invites, website builds? I was too. I used ClickFunnels, Kartra, JotForm, Calendly, you name it, I tried it. I came to the conclusion that I needed one software platform that could do all of this in one place. With Sluicebox, I was able to do all of this and more. Go check out sluicebox.io today to change your life and make it that much easier and that much more simple to manage all of your leads, all of your customers, and everybody in one spot. Sluicebox.io. Are you ready to learn how you can take your life and your business to the next level? Learn how you can create side income and have different assets pay for your life and your lifestyle? Tune in next week to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is Dave Deal signing out. Thank you so much and have a great week.